All right. Welcome back. This is the Damn American Podcast. Uh, my name is Scotty H. I'm your host. And we're going to be going through week 10 of the English Premier League. Uh, just nine games to talk about because the 10th one already happened this afternoon. Newcastle beat Crystal Palace at Selhurst Park 2-0. Two late goals from Callum Wilson and, and Joe Linton, believe it or not. He actually uh, he had an assist and a goal in this game. And um, if you'd ask Newcastle fans, I, I don't I don't think they'd tell you that he's worth the $40 million they cost him. But he uh, he provides two goals for Newcastle today and three points and, uh, and two and a half units uh, for me. So if you follow me on Twitter and, uh, you know, I, I put out, I had Newcastle to win. They're getting you know, two and a half to one on a win and put some money on it. And uh, it hit. So I'm two and a half units up already this weekend, looking for my fourth consecutive positive weekend here. And uh, it's been a good it's been a good month. So we're gonna do our best to keep it going. Um, yeah. So we'll talk. We'll t- I'll talk more about the the Newcastle Crystal Palace game on Monday's podcast, either Monday or Wednesday. I'm not sure yet. Um, but I want to go ahead and get started with the remaining nine games that we've got this weekend. And uh, kind of what I'm thinking about, you know, putting a little bit of money on um, with the rest of them. So uh, we'll go ahead and get started. It's uh, it's 5.30 a.m. tomorrow morning for me. Brighton host Liverpool. Um, I don't really see this game going any way other than Liverpool's, and I, I don't think I even really need to see the lineup to, to, uh, to put some money on Liverpool to win this game. They've been so good, even with all their injuries, um, really didn't give Leicester City a chance this past weekend. Um, and Brighton, without probably their best attacker and and uh, their right back Tarek Lamptey, is going to be out for this game. Um, even if it's even even at Brighton, I'm not worried about. I think Liverpool win this game, and they're also they're they're getting pretty decent odds here too, minus one forty seven. So, I can't imagine I wouldn't take them to win this game. Uh, it would have to take it would take some some serious you know either COVID related or injury related news right before kickoff for me to for me to think that Liverpool won't win this game. Um, they're, I think they're pretty nailed on to win this one. Uh, the over under right now, it's it's a is it over three? Over under is three right now. Ah, it's close. Uh, at Liverpool haven't really let up any goals to Brighton in their last five games. I think they've given up two goals to Brighton in their last five league games against Brighton. They've scored not a bunch, but they've they they have, they have a, a game with four goals and a game with three goals in the last five. But they've also you know, popped up with with a couple one nils. So, I'd be more inclined to take the under uh, with this Liverpool Brighton game because once again Brighton are missing their best attacker and uh, Liverpool have had you know massive injuries and they could play a little a little more conservatively, which uh, wouldn't surprise me. I I and I'm expecting a two nil Liverpool win here. Um, so I'm I'm gonna put money on Liverpool to win the game. I don't even have to look at the lineups. I think I'm gonna put money on Liverpool to win the game just because I think Jurgen Klopp is that good that he's gonna put out a team that's gonna beat that's gonna beat whatever side Brighton put out. And I'll probably take the under here as well. Um, not the greatest odds minus 120, but um, you know getting a push at three I think is is uh, is good value. So I'm gonna I'm gonna take the under three there. I'm gonna take Liverpool to win the game. Um, so I think that's pretty easy. I, I don't really see any reason to to expect Brighton to put up much of a fight here, especially um, with with how 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 much they struggle to to keep people out and to score. I know they just won 
this past weekend, but I still don't trust them. Uh, not quite yet. They play. They play good. They play good football. They play. They play well. But I, inside the, you know their opponent's box and and their box, I think they struggle. So I'm going to take Liverpool to win this game uh, pretty handily. I think it's an easy two no win, and and don't expect much much resistance from from Brighton in this one. Uh, next game is at 8 a.m. for me. What time would that be? I think that's that's the three o'clock kickoff. I believe over in England. Um, on Saturday afternoon, but Manchester City are massive favorites at home to Burnley. They are currently getting seven and a half to one on a win. Um, I'm sorry, one to seven and a half. Uh, so you're going to put a lot of money down uh, to to uh, to win anything here with Manchester City, which I'm not really willing to do. I, I'm not going to put down eight units to win one for Manchester City uh, right now. They they're not scoring goals. They're they're two and a half goal favorites here, but have when have, when when's the last time they scored three goals in a league game? And Burnley are good defensively. I know they can't they can't score. They're going off at sixteen and a half to one um, on to, for Burnley to win this. I'd be more inclined to put money on that rather than um, Manchester City. You know, giving up. It was you know it's it's one to seven and a half right now for Manchester City. Um, but as of right now, I'm going to take Burnley plus the goals. They're getting plus two, plus two and a half. Um, yeah, minus 111, and Manchester City aren't really scoring goals, and I think Burnley are, are pretty solid defensively. I, I don't see any reason to to believe that they'll that they're going to get hammered here. I know in the last couple games that Manchester City has kind of put Burnley to the sword in all competitions. I don't. I think they've let's see, they've scored nine, ten, fifteen, eighteen goals in the last five games against Burnley, but that's a different City side. That's a that's a City side that aren't. That are, are def that are they're better uh, going forward. They they're not as good going forward. I'm sorry, as they were, you know, two three years ago when they were playing these games. Um, I think once again another a, a two nil City win. I think I think that's pretty likely here. I, I don't expect Burnley to score. They weren't, they're not going to have the ball enough. I, I think this is a Manchester City team. They're going to have seventy plus percent of the possession. Uh, not going to allow Burnley to do much of anything. But I also don't think that they're nearly as um, nearly as good going forward as as they have been in the past. And uh, so I'm going to take, I'm going to take Burnley plus the goals, plus two, plus two and a half, minus one eleven, um, And then I'm going to take the under two, the unders three, three and a half. I don't expect goals in this game. I think city win this game comfortably. I don't, I don't expect them to struggle to win this game, but I also don't see um, Burnley getting rolled over here. Uh, so I'm going to take the under, I'm going to take Burnley plus the goals. That's, that's, that's way too many. That's too much on the, on the spread there for, for uh, for me to put want to put money, I don't I just don't see Manchester City beating anyone by three goals in the league right now. I could be wrong, and they could turn up in this game and and uh, with their full attacking force and you know and just you know put Burnley to the sword. But I don't expect them to do that. They haven't shown that they're capable of that this season, so I'm not going to bet on it. I'm going to take Burnley plus the goals, and I'm going to take the under uh, three three and a half uh, on that one. Uh, next game, this is this is the best game of uh, the Saturday. Uh, Everton and Leeds, Everton at home. Um, I think right now Everton are right about even money to win this game. Leeds are getting you know two point four to one um, on a win, and then a draw is right about the same. Um, I Everton without Luca Dina, we we saw we saw what Dina can do. This the you know him getting back uh, against Fulham, but he is I think he just had surgery. He's gonna miss. He's gonna be you know, missing for a while. He had two assists in their last league game against Fulham, and I think he's a big part 
of their both attack and defense. He's a really good defender, and he's he might be one of the best. He might be the best attacking left back in the league right now. Um, but without him, I think I think they're going to struggle. I think this is a game that really could go either way. So I'm going to take the team um, that have the better odds. So I'm going to go. I'm as of right now, depending on what the you know, the lineups look like an hour before kickoff. I like Leeds getting almost two and a half to one on a win, and I'm going to take the over. I think there's going to be goals. I think. I think Dominic Calvert-Lewin has, has getting a goal a game and Bamford's getting about a goal a game. And I could see this one being, you know, a three, two, four, two type of game uh, either way, really. So I'm going to take, I'm going to take the value. I'm going to take leads to win, you know, unless something funky happens with the lineups, I'm going to take leads to win. And I'm going to take the over three. Uh, once again, getting push at three. I like that a lot. And that's plus one Oh eight, the over three. So I'm going to take that I like that value. Uh, the last game on Saturday is uh, probably going to be the most boring game of the season. Uh, West Brom at home to Sheffield United. These two teams can't fight their way out of a paper bag. They are inept scoring goals. I think they have, what is it, five goals between them? How many goals do they have between them? I'm sorry, they have ten. They have ten goals between them, and, uh, and they've each played nine games. Um, these two teams can't do anything going forward. They're both, they're, they're decent defensively. They're not horrible. West Brom, West Brom is worse than Sheffield, but I don't see, I don't see much more than, than a one, one here. I think either one of these teams could nick it one nil, but I don't see much more than that. I'm going to take the draw plus plus one ninety seven. uh, getting two to one on a draw here, I think is, is a, is a good bet, but I, I, this will be the type of game that, Neither one of these teams is going to is going to want to lose. I don't, and I don't think that either one of them is going to do enough to win it. So I, if I had to pick a score, I think I'd go nil nil. So I'm going to take the under two two and a half minus one twenty five. So I'm going to take that. This this is going to be a very uh, uninspiring game. I would say it's it's a it's a championship um, level talent um, and you know product on the on the pitch. I don't expect much from either of these two teams right now. If I had to pick a side, I would say Sheffield. They did have, look like they had a little bit of fight in their last game. Probably should have won it against West Ham. Um, but if you're looking at the lineups, I could switch to Sheffield, but right now I'm looking at 2-1 to one on a draw. I think that's a good bet. And then I'm going to take the under 2-2.5, two, two 120, minus 125. I don't think either one of these teams is going to you know, light it up on the scoreboard. Um, so I, I like that to be a pretty dull game, You know, one that I can kind of uh, drift in and out of. But, yeah, I'm going to take a draw. And uh, if something funky happens with the lineups, I'm gonna take Sheffield United. They're both getting about two, two to one, uh, you know, two to one to a draw and two to one Sheffield United. So I like that there. Uh, on Sunday, we've got some good games. I think Southampton and Manchester United are. It's gonna be that's a that's a really mouthwatering uh, matchup. I think um, Southampton are playing have been playing really really well. They're playing at home against Manchester United, and right now United are a favorite. And I I don't I don't think I don't think they should be. I don't think United. Are better than Southampton right now. They're that's even money on on a United win here. Uh, Southampton are getting two and a half to one on a win, and I like that. I like Southampton to win this game. Um, I, I don't think there's any reason to uh, just assume that United is the better team. I think this is a uh, people know the United name and they're they're willing to bet on Manchester United versus a team that they they haven't seen. You don't see a whole lot of Southampton, you know, publicly worldwide. So they're going to put money on Manchester United, even though they're on the road, even though the Southampton has have been playing really well. And Southampton were top of the table a couple weeks ago. 
So I'm going to take Southampton plus 255 as long as they don't have another injury. I know Danny Ings is a big miss for them. Um, but I like Southampton to win this game, and that's in spite of United being really good on the road this season. I just think Southampton are a better team. We'll look at the lineups and see what happens, but as of right now, getting two and a half to one on a Southampton win, uh, I like those. I like that value a lot. Um, as far as the over/under, it's two and a half right now. I like the over. Once again, Southampton have been scoring goals, and United are, are much better on the road than they have been at home. So I like this to be at least three goals in this game. I think, I think this is a, this is a two, one Southampton win, you know, even a three, two Southampton win. I think, I think we could see a bunch of goals in this game. So I'm going to take Southampton plus two fifty five and the over minus minus one fourteen. the over two and a half. Um, that's what I like in this game. And once again, if you're putting money on someone to score, Bruno Fernandez has been, he's been crazy good. He's, and he's, and he takes their penalties and they they always seem to get a penalty. So, um, if you like uh, betting on individual players to score, I think that's probably your best bet, Bruno Fernandez. Um, another really, really interesting game, uh, title decider possibly, even 10 games into the season, uh, is the is the 9.30 game for me, uh, 9.30 a.m. on Sunday morning. It's Chelsea and Tottenham. It's uh, it's There's, there's storylines galore in this game, and I can't wait to watch this one. Um, Chelsea at Stamford Bridge. Uh, Tottenham with Jose Mourinho. This game, this could be one of the games of the season. It's 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 being built up that way. It's it's one. It's you know top of the table versus number versus third in the table right now, and uh, this could be you know a springboard to a title run for one of these two London clubs. Um, right now, Chelsea are a slight favorite. They're not favorite to win the game, but they're the markets are saying that it's more likely that Chelsea are going to win this game. They're going off at plus one seventeen. Tottenham at plus two ten. Um, I know these, these early games are, you know, they're built up, you know, huge and, and, um, and I'm excited for it. I I think this could be a a fantastic game. Uh, but these early ones, these early big, you know, big games like this top of the table clashes, they usually don't, they usually kind of disappoint. They usually are, um, low scoring, you know, one, one draws, that kind of thing. And, um, a draw at plus two fifty man, that's, that's, that's enticing to get two and a half to one on a draw. Cause that's, I, I think this is another one of the, this is another game either at the bottom of the table, or the top of the table, neither one of these teams is going to want to lose. Um, I think there's more than enough, um, on attacking talent on the pitch. There's going to be, you know, Harry Kane, Hyung son, uh, possibly Gareth Bale. And then of course with Chelsea, Tammy Abraham, Timo Werner, Christian Pulisic has just got back from, from injury. Um, and then coming off the bench, you could have Callum hudson Adoy, and you've got a bunch of uh, attacking talent uh, on the pitch here. But I do think that both these coaches are going to rein them in a little bit. I think they're both going to kind of, um, you know, I, I think they're I think they're going to play a little more conservatively than what the fans might like. Um, especially Frank Lampard, I think, I think, um, I think he's not going to want to lose to Jose here I, I, at home. I, I really think he's going to do what he can to try and spring Timo Werner and uh, you know behind them, but I don't I don't expect a full out attack from Chelsea and Tottenham with Jose Mourinho. They're going to throw forward their three attackers and and see what happens. I don't I don't think their midfield will get too involved in the attack. I think Jose is also you know he's he's a coach that's going to not he, he doesn't want to lose this game. He's he's going to do whatever he can to get Chelsea to make a mistake so that so that Tottenham can steal this thing. Um, so I like a draw here. I like the under two and a half, three minus 120. Um, as of right now, as long as everyone's healthy, 
I'm going to, I'm going to put money on a draw here. I'm going to put, um, you know, two, two and a half to one on a draw in this game and the under two and a half, three at minus minus one twenty. I think that's the way this is going to go. Usually these, these big early season games are kind of, uh, kind of dull and, and just kind of feeling each other out. Um, but I don't think either one of these teams is going to want to lose this game. I think a one, one draw is the way it's going to go. Um, the last game of Sunday is Arsenal at home against Wolves. This, this game is, I could just copy and paste with what I just said about Southampton and Manchester United. Right now, Arsenal are the betting favorite. They're plus 114. Wolves at plus 255. And right now, who's playing better? Wolves is playing better. They're playing better. So to have them as two and a half, you know, getting two and a half to one on a win to beat Arsenal, I love that. I love that value. It's, it's, it's way too good not to take. So as long as there's, once again, as long as there's no surprises with the lineups, I'm going to take Wolves to two and a half to one to win this game. Um, Arsenal haven't scored from open play in how long? Is it seven hours now that they, in the league that they haven't scored from open play? So I'm going to take Wolves. I'm going to take Wolves to win this game. They're getting two and a half to one. And I like the under. I don't. I don't. I don't expect Wolves to go out and uh, and you know smash Arsenal. And I don't expect Arsenal to score multiple goals because how can you? How can you expect Arsenal right now to go out and get a bunch of goals? So I'm going to take the under two two and a half minus one fifteen. Um, but I do think Wolves win this game. I think. I think a two nil Wolves win. I think a one nil Wolves win. I don't. If unless until Arsenal start putting the ball in the back of the net, I'm just not going to bet on them to do it. So. I'm taking Wolves. I'm taking Wolves. That's too, it's too good a value not to. Um, so And then we've got two games on Monday. We've got uh, Leicester and Fulham on Monday. Not a whole lot to talk about here. This is a Leicester win. Leicester at home against Fulham. Bad defensively, Fulham. Leicester's, it's not, it's not great value, but it's not bad enough like the City game this weekend against Burnley where I'm not going to bet on it. It's minus 193. So I'm willing to put money on Leicester uh, to win this game at minus 193. I don't expect a whole lot from Fulham. They did show a little bit of fight against Everton, which uh, which surprised me. And I think I think if they had gotten beat, you know, three 0 by by Everton last weekend, that the the uh, odds wouldn't be nearly as as good as they are. So um, I'm going to thank them for that. Uh, I'm going to take Leicester to win this game, and I'm going to take the over. I think I think Leicester can score a bunch here. I th- it overs two and a half three. I think Leicester can get that by themselves. I think Leicester can get that can get can hit three on their own, and uh, if Fulham pop up with a with a penalty or you know a, a fluky goal, I'll take that too. So I think a, a Leicester three one win here. I like that a lot. Uh, once again, Leicester minus one ninety three. Um, I like them to win this game at home against Fulham, and then I'm going to take the over two and a half three minus one oh two. That's pretty good odds. I like that a lot. Um, but yeah, it's it it's it's just another game. It's uh, this is Leicester needing to win to keep up with the big boys, and and I think they'll do it. I don't, as long as you know, we as long as Jamie Vardy's on the pitch, as long as James Madison's on the pitch, there's no reason to think that Leicester can't uh, roll Fulham over pretty good here, pretty easily. Uh, last game of the weekend is West Ham and Aston Villa, and I can't figure West Ham out. They've they've done everything they've needed to do in order to to just kind of grind out wins. Uh, getting one no wins on the road and at home without their best Beth with their best player uh, Mikel Antonio I don't know if he's going to be back for this game it's looking like it's not but it hasn't been a problem for them it's been it they've had a sweat uh their last couple games uh winning one nil um but 
with the way they're playing and Aston Villa have been struggling. I like West Ham to win this game at home. I, I once again I'm gonna take the under. I don't I'm not seeing a whole lot of goals here. Aston Villa have have been known to to, you know, score in bunches in in certain games this season, but they've also, you know, kind of laid an egg every once in a while. And I, I think West Ham have done really well under David Moyes, uh, you know, with organization and playing really well defensively and and uh, I could see them just grinding on another one nil win here, another Suchek header or something like that. Uh, they're they're at plus one forty, so I like that. I like that's good value. West Ham to win this game at home against a team that have been struggling in Aston Villa. And I once again I'm gonna take the under the under two and a half three at minus one thirteen. Um, I don't see any reason to think that this is going to be you know a three two type of game. I think West Ham want to win this game one nil, and they're more than capable of winning this game 1-0. They've, they've done it the last couple weeks. So uh, I like West Ham to win this game, obviously depending, and especially if if, if they get Mikel Antonio back, that might just change things with uh, with with the over-under pick that I just laid out. Um, but if Mikel Antonio is not playing in this game, it's going to be a, you know, a, a f- back five and a and midfield four for West Ham, and they're just going to try to win this thing 1-0. Um, and they, they've got enough defensively about them to to keep Aston Villa out. I know Aston Villa um, have been playing uh, here and there. They've they've gotten some uh, you know a bunch of goals uh, in certain games, but they've struggled against teams who you know really set up to defend. And uh, you know Jack Grealish and and Ollie Watkins have you know contributed you know to a lot of to to a bunch of Aston Villa goals and wins this season, but not they've struggled against teams like West Ham that want to set up defensively and and try and grind out a one 0 win. Um, so this is kind of a uh, you know a football philosophy type game, and I think West Ham uh, are stronger in what they do, and I think I think they'll be able to pull it out. Uh, uh, you know, a one 0 two 0 type type of game, and uh, going off a of plus one forty, I like that value. I like West Ham to win this game. Uh, those are our nine games this weekend. Um, like I said, I'm already two and a half units up. I was plus 8.6 units this, uh, this most previous weekend. And I've, and I've been a, you know, been a positive gambler the last three weekends. So things are really looking up. Um, I put out all my picks about an hour before each kickoff so I can look at the lineups and just make sure you know nothing funky's going on so that I don't get caught, you know, with, I think I got caught with not knowing that Danny Ings was, was hurt. Uh, a couple couple weeks ago, um, and that cost me. So, um, yeah, follow me on Twitter. It's the Dame American Podcast. Uh, picks have been killing it in the last month. So, uh, you know, follow me on there. And um, once again, my picks will be out about an hour before um, each kickoff, uh, right when the lineups drop, so I get a chance to, to really see what I'm looking at. But I appreciate you listening. I'll be back on Monday or Wednesday, I believe. And uh, we'll be able to talk about the, the 10 games that we saw this weekend and look forward to another great weekend of the English Premier League. My name is Scotty H. This is the Damn American Podcast.